All right, we're going to go ahead and go live, I guess. All uh, right. Get ready to do your intro. But I five. have to pee. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of So Did You Like It, a film podcast to go with the thousands and thousands of other film podcasts but not a critical podcast we're not gonna throw numbers we're just gonna ask the question at the end of it did we have a good time did we like it i'm joined as always with kaz and this is the third week of march revolta madness the gauntlet of hell we put ourselves through we watched four terrible john travolta movies and this week we tackled battlefield earth which was directed by roger christian written by Corey mandel and jd shapiro and it's about aliens who take over Earth and then humans be aliens. When we attacked your planet, all your soldiers and all their advanced technology could only put up a measly nine-minute fight before they were exterminated. Which is why man is an endangered species i don't know what this, i watched you I said don't know this is a critical podcast but these aren't films these, these last three weeks film. have taught me these aren't films this is not fi- if i could be critical for a second <laughs> kaz kaz can i just ask you one question do you want some lunch oh no <laughs> I don't know what to talk about with this movie, honestly, man. Like, uh, throughout this entire movie, I was completely baffled, and my neck hurts. Is that related? Yes. Oh, yes. So I did warn you. I did warn you before you we watched this movie. And even the wonderful the wonderful Nan warned me, too, right before the movie. But when I went to bed, I realized, fuck, so my neck hurts. we saw this movie, and I gotta say, I remember it being a lot more fun to poke fun at and have a good time laughing at with friends than when we re- when we saw it. Um, and I think that's because when I did it, it was a drinking game. So we gave up on the Dutch angles because you will die. Uh, but like, yeah, it was like kind of like an every other or like a like a like a five minute break whenever we took a drink for Dutch angles, something to make it reasonable because I told you, I was like, yeah, we're You're going to be like, all right. So like at one point, everyone's at a tilt. So you have to tilt your fucking head like at a 70 degree angle. And then uh, the next shot, jump shut shot, jump cut shot to the next one. And it's at the completely opposite side angle where you have to tilt your neck the other way. Um, I think one of the other dr- drinking rules that I said at the time that we enjoyed was whenever there was like a... Oh, I didn't say this. I forgot about it until I was watching the movie. And then I was like, oh, that was clearly a drinking rule. Was every time the fucking transition was like a weird like fade-in shot where the screen just faded in from the middle outwards to the side. star swipe. I wish it was a star swipe. That would have given me something visually to look at. <laughs> I mean like Star Wars star swipe. Yeah, no. I think they did the the circle swipe in in Star Wars, didn't they? I don't know. Anyways, they did a bunch of stuff. The point is, we could have been watching Star Wars. We could have been all watching it, Star and Wars. all of its bad star swipes. <laughs> Instead, we watched this even worse Dutch angles. So yeah, and then before we started the the watching the movie, now I was like, hey, watch out for your neck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I've been thinking on it, and you know what the perfect way to experience this movie is. 
like at an at, at a Dave and Buster's arcade, like one of those four D movie experiences. So like the cart moves you to match the Dutch angles. Oh, like the box thing. Yeah, exactly. So like you're I've strapped never done in, one of those. but it's like a two hour experience of you just watching Battlefield Earth. But you can finally watch it where everyone right. is standing up straight and not at an angle. I get motion sick very easily. I think this movie would make me throw up. That's why I didn't want to get too. I, I didn't want to drink too much during this movie because I feel like all of the Dutch angles would give me the spins. <laughs> so what is there to say about the protagonist? Johnny Goodboy. Is his last name Goodboy? Johnny Goodboy Tyler. Okay. Okay. I was like, if his name was Johnny Goodboy, I'm like, oh my. Yeah, it wasn't. You should. We should have just uh, left it at Johnny Goodboy, but we got to throw that extra Tyler on there. <laughs> just so you know, this is a good American boy. Fucking thumb up his ass writer fucking made this. All right, L. Ron Hubbard, Mr. Only- fucking Scientology himself. <laughs> We're going to get canceled because of our Scientology comments, not the other things. <laughs> I I really don't know what to talk about with this movie, man. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Because he was only ever called by two names. One, he meets the guy from Judge Dredd, the original one, who goes, Law! So that's why we kept calling, I kept calling him Law. Um, I don't actually remember his name. What was he? Is he Char? No. Charlie Boy was the other one. Uh, I don't know anyone's name, but yeah, he kept call. He didn't call him John Johnny Good oh, Carlo. Boy. Carlo, thank you. I knew it was something with the C. Anyways, yeah, he kept calling him Greener because he did an idiom of the grass is greener on the other side that he was taught by his, was it his wife or his mother. Some woman in his life taught him the idiom, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is the year three thousand. Mankind is dead, long like almost extinct, and we somehow kept this idiom. When, when would they use this in this burnt-out char of uh, America? But okay, so he knows that. So the other guy, kept, so uh, uh, um, Charlie kept calling <laughs> uh, Carlo, I should say real names, because otherwise I'm going to very much confuse people. Carlo kept calling him Greener. And so, yeah, I just I was like, yeah, his name's Greener. And so he earns himself a loving new name. What's his loving new name? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love his new name. Uh, John Travolta's character, Turl, loves to call him Rat Brain. Why? Oh, I just love it. Why? I love the energy behind it. Why do we call him Rat Brain, though? <laughs> what is his, What would possibly be his connection with rats? Is it because they're dirty and like hide in No, sewers? it's because for one time when, you know, you're in a moment of survival... They watched humans eat a raw rat they just killed so they could live. But Cyclos being the smartest race in the universe for believing in capitalism through and through now believes all humans' favorite food is raw rat. Rat brain. (laughs) So he calls him rat brain because the connection is there. It's there, Um, right? Also leads to the wonderful great line when he's trying to uh, get our hero boy and he straps into a chair and he <laughs> teaches him their language and he's trying to communicate in Cyclo. Because till then it just comes off as like something from the Book of the Dead where they're going, kind of gibberish bullshit. But then finally you can have it kind of, it slowly like transitions into like John Travolta going from deep blah, blah, blah to like, do you understand me, human? Like suddenly he's shrill because you can understand him. 
And then he holds up the dead rat. He's just like, do you want some lunch? Exactly, which might be the best line read in the entire movie. Do you want lunch? <laughs> so you're much deeper in Cyclope. But when you understand him, you get to sound like shrill John Travolta going, <laughs> I feel like the Cyclops language felt like video game stock alien language with deep voices. Like, you could just pull up an arcade game and that voice and, like, exact lines in Cyclo are in there. So, like, anyone who's ever played Knights of the Old Republic is familiar with this because there are, <laughs> there are, like, th whenever they speak an alien language, whether it's hut ease or whatever the fuck it is, because it's Star Wars, um, whatever it is, alien language was always the same, like, five lines. Like, all it was was, like, you could read the subtitles to see what they say, but they always said, like, the same, like, five things. And so the most popular one was whenever you heard someone talk about me and my brother still, like, constantly say this to each other, like, for no reason whatsoever. But there was a line where they just go, unka chaka bobo. Unka chaka bobo. Because it sounded funny. <laughs> so it just stuck in your head. So you would hear a hut talking to you and be like, unka chaka bobo. But like you'd have a, like a teammate or a Twi'lek talk to you, and they're talking Twi'lek or whatever, not Hut. But they would go like Unkachakabobo, and you're like, yes. So yeah, it's just the stock alien sound effect that you hear. Yeah, why didn't we watch Star Wars? Because there's no Star Wars with John Travolta. In it. <laughs> Disney, make it happen. No, please, Disney, <laughs> do not hire this man. <laughs> give us a reason to do more Travolta Madness season two. You want him on for a series? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. This movie really just like, as do I was watching. Do you want John? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I don't know at this point, man. I really do feel like a rat brain. Oh, like, man. As I was watching this movie, I was just like, I feel time slipping through my fingers. I feel something being taken away from me right now. And then you're just getting Stockholm Syndrome from <laughs> fucking John Travolta now. It's like these movies are holding you hostage, and you're just like, oh, you know what? I think I kind of I feel for my captor. These movies aren't great, but God damn it, you know? <laughs> No, but like I, wish I know what it's the like case, to need a paycheck. Even, even you and I, when we talk about these movies, none of our favorite characters are ever near John Travolta. Really, that is great. Okay, so this one comes the closest so far. I haven't seen the fanatic, and I don't think it's going to change my mind. But what I did say, <laughs> I did say two things that really made it's like okay, maybe his character is kind of fun because. My main character, my favorite character is Carlo. Carlo is the best. Okay, okay. Um, just every time he's threatened, he's just like, uh, he's going, he gets feral. He just like starts going monkey at people. He's just like, oh, 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 oh. Like as he's ready to like stab <laughs> someone. He's great. I love Carlo. But now the closest we can get to John Travolta being a decent character is I said two things. He's basically Invader Zim. Slightly more successful. Just as stupid, just as incompetent, just as full of himself. <laughs> He's sent to this place, uh, to Earth, which every cyclo agrees is a shithole. But they're like, we just got to mine it for all of its resources. Leave. Blow up the fucking place. 
but he's there. He don't want to be there. Now, Zim, I think, just thought this was, uh, he thought it was, like, I think, like, an honor to be sent to Earth. But it turns out they were just like, yeah, just get rid of him. That place looks like shit. Send him there. Um, while uh, our man, Turl, is like, hey, yeah, this place sucks. I can't wait to get transferred out of here. And then the higher-ups, sorry, the corporation was like, yeah, hey, dude, you, like, fucked a senator's daughter or something. I think they never explain what happens. They're just like, hey, yeah, that senator really had it out for you. So you're going to stay here basically until you're dead. Uh, and then, yeah, he's like, I didn't know that it was the senator's daughter. <laughs> this is me trying to do uh, John Travolta's voice. Um, he's very overdramatic in this. Like Zim. Like Zim. Um, you're, you're really pulling it together. But here. he also has like a sidekick who's kind of a dumbass. And he has a three-letter name. It's like Tur instead of Gur. <laughs> Kerr. Kerr instead of Gur. It's not that far off. Oh, it's even closer than what you had said. Nobody likes him like Zim. <laughs> it's He's pretty Invader Zim. He's very Invader Zim. But also the second thing, because that's just the first point to a somewhat liking his character, is the second thing is... All the time, he's very depressed and disappointed for the company that he works for and that they don't acknowledge his brilliance, and he's stuck working a shithole job at a shithole place, and he drinks himself constantly, to which I constantly said, look, they're just like us. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make this more depressing than it has to be, because we already knew how much like this they are. Like, they fully give their heart and soul to capitalism. And they're definitely the worst people in the universe. Their higher-ups aren't called presidents, aren't called, uh, like, supreme rulers, kings, anything. It is the corporation, the highest entity that controls all the power and could kill you. Or, I'm sorry, have you vaporized? Because that's a thing that they threaten to do. I don't think they ever vaporize anybody. (laughs) But the highest thing they threaten to do is vaporize you on the corporation's... Command or God, this movie. word. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's a capitalism dystopia or utopia, depending on how much you love capitalism. <laughs> Look, if you love if you love the capitalistic system, this is the planet for you. You gotta pick yourself up by your rat brain bootstraps. Get out there and maybe you'll become someone. Kaz, can we talk about how this movie takes place in the year 3000? It also happens a thousand years after planet Earth has been taken over by the Cyclos. Our protagonist, Johnny, finds at Fort Hood a working generator to power their simulators, computers weaponry jet crafts and it's like unless the cyclos were keeping this fort alive that's not possible (laughs) at all did you want to get this fucking scientology fucking book and tell me things aren't possible are you are you are you so pedantic, <laughs> sir? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> for wanting an ounce of truth in my science. Our let's, hero let's is real. very much inspired by the Declaration of Independence. We get to see the cover and everything oh, because it's perfectly you. preserved. 
Oh yeah, I love how when uh, Turl took him to the Library of Congress, and like the first book he grabbed and was starting to read, I was just like, "It's the Declaration," and he closes it, and that's exactly what he's reading, just so we can see the words in in fancy font. Pretty sure it's like gothic something i can't remember the name of the font <laughs> declaration then of independence Kaz, going back to his fifth grade memory starts reciting the declaration of independence which i was more into than the dialogue in this movie did i i don't even remember doing that. <laughs> it's as many drinks as you got into where you started reciting some of the lines. i don't think i even drank that day what the fuck <laughs> Yeah, this movie broke both of us then. It started to make you believe in, in the values of capitalism. I was so fucking gone in my brain that I, on autopilot, recited the Declaration of Independence. Some of the lines, yeah. Some of the beginning lines that, like... Because, like, you know, every every kid in the United States in, like, the public school system has to memorize the first paragraph. I must have entered a fugue state because I have the fucking memory of a fucking rat brain dipshit. I mean, maybe. Oh, so let's talk highly about the rat brain, huh? So once he learns the not only the um, the cyclo. Okay, we should probably explain. Like, so Johnny Boy, well, I'm gonna call Johnny Boy. That's fine. Um, he um is constantly shown to be a hassle. So the problem is, like, he was a part of a tribe. He gets kidnapped by a bunch of cyclos in a mall. We thought they were dying. This man, this man gets shot by a beam that makes him stumble through six panes of glass. <laughs> and he keeps stumbling. No cuts, no scratches, oh no blood force trauma. Gosh, that's right. He just, he just fucking just crashes through this glass. And so, yeah, and so they kidnap him. They take him. They try to put him to work in the mines or whatever, doing menial work that, like, you know, the human slaves do. <laughs> oh, look at these filthy, disgusting um, man animals. They call them man animals. And so he shows to be unruly, unwily, and all that stuff, and he tries to get away. But Turl is having some issues where he's like, we need to mine for some gold that, uh, since he finds out he's stuck here, like, Tur, it turns out, was hiding a gold deposit, which they love gold and need gold. Um, Tur was hiding a gold... I'm oh, sorry, I called him Tur. Gur. Kerr. Fuck. Gur was hiding the gold deposit from Zim, and so Zim went to... Um, he, he called him on it and was like, we need some people to mine the gold, Gur! And so... They were since they couldn't get some cyclo in there because the uranium being uh, dangerous to the breathing apparatus would cause it to explode. They need man animals who will die of radiation poisoning, but we never address this in the movie. Humans are apparently able to stand in front of the uranium, and so they want to train humans, man animals, which uh, is not allowed by the corporation. So. Zim tries to get a bunch of humans to, uh, to uh, uh, you know, do it secretly. <laughs> they have, like, a small was... team of people, to which we have our main character, Dib, who's given some, like, language. He's taught the language. He's able to, like, learn the history and all that stuff. And so he gets smarter. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting seeing Dib 
take on alien knowledge through light particle beams straight to the eyeballs. Yeah, it's great. That's how I wish I could have learned the subjects in my school. Yeah, there's... Seems very involuntary, but very efficient. No. (laughs) I mean, that's where we have the scene of, like, he's just like, he clearly could understand uh, Zim... But, like, he's just, like, they're going, like, do you want lunch? But he refuses to talk to him because he's learned at this point. He's smart. And he's, like, I don't want to reveal that I know his language unless I have to. And so he's, like, clearly he needs more time in there. Grr, start up the machine again. I'm retconning now. And so he shoots the lasers back into his eyes, leaves him there longer, and then eventually he gets smart or something. Yeah, seeing um, seeing Dib actually be intelligence for once. It was pretty interesting in this movie, you know, because it was it was showing just like, yeah, if Dib shows that if like humanity was just given like the extra, I don't know, time to gather intelligence, how much they needed uh, instead of just taken out through a surprise attack through gas drones, like humanity has a few dibs of their own in yeah. their time. But this is the year 3000 yeah. dib. All right, so we're at the half-hour mark. We have to decide, do we want to utterly confuse everyone by stop using the right names, or do we want to somewhat try to get back on topic? I know this was my fault. You don't have to call it out. I call myself out, but... Do we want this to go completely off the rails, or do we want to... I feel like at this point, like... We're invested. All right, then. So what happens is later on when he's returned to his cell, Dib says we can uh, escape through math. And so he starts drawing out equations and shit. And it's like, uh, (laughs) he's like, oh, I learned all these things. And they're like, what what the fuck are we going to do with this? Like, yeah, like, I thought you said we were going to escape. He's like, this is how we're going to escape through math. And I'm like, yeah, math nerds, unite. Hell Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love I love uh, how you see <laughs> Dib teaching cavemen basically uh, the Pythagorean theorem and the basics of Euclidean geometry, the thermodynamic physics. I, know. I was like, okay, okay, he put it. He he kind of tried to describe in a way that 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 the, they could understand, like like trigonometry and all that stuff. Pythagorean theorem and all that stuff, you know, like in a way that they could understand. They're like, oh yeah, all angles, if all side, uh, all, all um, sides are equal, then all angles will be equal. And they're like, equal to what? Themselves. It's like, all right, so they're learning that. And he's like, yeah, now they teach you about non Euclidean, or no, sorry, not non Euclidean, Euclidean geometry. And I'm like, all right, all right, so hear me <laughs> as a, as a, as a man in 2022, <laughs> I don't, who's an English major, I don't know shit about Euclidean <laughs> geometry. What the fuck does that mean, man? Uh, you, non-Euclidean geometry is basically no, this. No, don't tell me about non-Euclidean. I don't need to go into that Lovecraftian shit. What the fuck is Euclidean geometry? Basically is that just geometry? geometry? Yeah, it's just geometry. Is that just shapes? It's just shapes. What's a shape? <laughs> Watch Battlefield Earth again. It's going to teach you everything you need to know. No, no, no. Tell, explain to me right now what the dodecahedron de- de- is. Um, okay, you see. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't know that. 
I wasn't a math major. I just made it up. I don't know what it means. Wait, didodecahedron? Isn't that like like a 12-sided uh, thing? I don't think it's called a didodecahedron. I think it's something else. It's like yeah. a dodecahedron. Okay, yes, sorry. There I'm now losing I myself. Have, I've accomplished my goal. Yes, you've done it. Thank you very much. I've <laughs> <laughs> lost my soul. We have to escape through math, but also, um, I think even before this, I kind of skipped ahead. Um, Johnny Boy shows himself to be the alpha male by kicking the dick out of the other alpha male who is just like, no, I get the food. And then my guys get the food. And then we can give whoever the fuck is the whatever's left. And Johnny Boy is like, we don't fight for food. And he's like, eh, hey, with your ass. And then they fight. And then Johnny Boy kicks the shit out of him, stucks his head in the trough, and is like, hey, he's clearly defeated. And jo- uh, uh, Dibs like, uh, like, yeah, there you go. He's holding food in his hand, going, we don't fight for food. We all share, eat together. And then like some like child comes up to him, grabs the food out of his hand, which I'm like, gross. <laughs> and she starts eating it. There's and then a he goes trough up to the- right there. Yeah, there's a whole trough of this food. And then he goes of, up of goop. It's just the food was goop. It's a goop food. And he goes up to the guy he's defeated, whose face is full of this goop food that he could just kind of like, you know, kind of wipe towards the mouth area, but whatever. And Johnny Boy just like goes and is like, eh. And he like hand, he allows him to get some food and he eats the food from, from, from Dib's hand. And he's like, why? Why not just... Well, that's yours. You you are because touching that. Maybe it's because I I'm living in a post-COVID world. I'm like, gross. Just go to the trough. That's not cleaner actually. But like, directly off his hand, he just finished fighting a guy. Well, you see, when when he fought this guy and won, he became Alpha Dib, and it's a pleasure and honor to eat from the hands of Alpha Dib. Isn't that just Captain? Isn't that just Captain Dark Booty? <laughs> what? That's like the name of one of the scientists that works with Dib's dad. <laughs> God, we're so lost at this point of this movie. <laughs> I'm so confused now. <laughs> oh, we're lost in the Scientology movie. Oh no! Man, I thought this was based on facts. <laughs> <laughs> See, but when he when he gets the information to become like the the smartest human that can speak Cyclo and everything, that's when it becomes Giga Dib. Are we just are, is Dib just a word for human at this point? Yeah, I might need to separate that because Carlo is good human. Also, we have that other guy. Who's the I, other guy? Don't ask me to remember um, all these people's names. This movie does not. No, you're the one that knows facts. This movie does facts. not need to be Asshole. in my head longer than it needs to. Does you you have to know the name of the guy who need, wanted who immediately signed up to sacrifice himself? Uh, I'll wait. Christian Tessier <laughs> as Mickey. There you go. All right. Okay, I was going to try to use his actual name. Mickey, of course! I kept saying, oh, Mickey. Anyway. Oh, Mickey. No, please, tell me more about Mickey. Oh, Mickey, his is like one of his friends got blown away by one of the Cyclo because they were like trying to like prove a point with uh, with Dib, with Giga Dib, 
And they were like, hey, we got your wife. And he's like, how? How would they possibly know his wife? He's like, oh, you you man beast are like terrible with, you know, any kind of knowledge. But you are go- it's sufficiently decent at art. And he shows like a piece of like hide that she had drawn Dib's face on. And it just like looks like shit. But it's like, I guess that's him. <laughs> it looked like Div drawn by Napoleon Dynamite. It looked like if I tried to draw a person. It's a stick figure, man. Uh, and, so, <laughs> and so it's like, oh, no. So that's how they know it's his wife. She was carrying that with her when she was on horseback. Because I guess she would show it to people and say, like, have you seen this squiggly man? I don't know. But anyway, she carried it on her. And so they found out. Have you seen my good boy? Div? That's 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 how they found out that that's his wife. And so he put an explosive collar on her. And was like, "Yeah, we're gonna blow it up unless you cooperate." And he's like, "Uh, I, what, what what was it? Is it? I'll I'll do it. Um, just uh, just let my people go, or don't don't blow because they also put up a collar on one of his friends or something. And he's like, "Don't don't don't blow him up." Because he didn't want her and them to blow her up. And so they're like, okay, we'll blow this guy up. And he's like, don't, don't, if you don't do that, then I'll listen to what you say. And then fucking Zim is just like, all right, I'll agree to that. If you never ask me for a favor again. And then he's like, oh, oh okay. He said, and he hands it to Gurr. And Gurr is like, hee, I'm going to blow up the guy. And he's like, and he's like, uh, <laughs> You said you wouldn't. And he's like, I said I wouldn't blow up the guy. And then Gersh just said, like, I'm going to make a go boom. And then, yeah, he blows him up. <laughs> I'm making a fanfic at this point. Uh, and so and so he blows up the guy's head. And then it showed the explosive collar thingy. And then I don't know what Gersh sounds like anymore. It's been years. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, then uh, then then after that, um, I, by the way, the person I'm impersonating who I'm saying is Gur is Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Um, and so uh, that's why I'm, I'm just imagining and him. So Mickey, like Mickey this. is on a vendetta. He's like, we gotta get back at these guys. Like, do whatever I have to. <laughs> um, and that's my long setup for Mickey. Oh, Mickey, he's so fine. He's so mine. He blows our mind. I mean, someone lost their mind. That's for sure. <laughs> a lot of people lost their minds because what does Mickey do? What is Mickey's great sacrifice? We 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 going that far. I mean, if we're just talking about Mickey right now, let's go all the way. We got to say why Mickey right now is the hero of this movie. All right. Mickey's whole arc is when we get to the very end, I guess. Um, his whole thing is like we found a way. Long story short, uh, he uh, our boy John John Boy knows how to uh, pilot their ships, and so he teaches them how to pilot ships. We also teach some people how to pilot some old American jets. Uh, but the idea is we're going to teleport uh, Mickey's ship to the Cyclo planet with some uranium, blow, uranium, <laughs> blow up the atmosphere. And because it's so reactive, uh, it would set a train reaction and blow up basically the whole planet. And so... Uh, do we want to go through the, how the plan and how that goes, or do we just want to skip to the, like Mickey's part? I mean, I guess we could go through the plan because remember, like this is thought up by the smartest Dib of all time, who is way smarter than Zim. Who so this is our is supposed to be the smartest, highest in his class. Yeah, graduated and top of the academy. Absolute the dumbest shit. I think. 
Greatest marksman there is. Absolute 100% dumb of ass. Does the whole behind-the-back trick shots. He does, do. He blows up a bunch of cow's legs up. <laughs> oh, yeah, he blows <laughs> We just blow up cow's legs from under them. I forgot about that. That was the weirdest moment of that movie. The cows just move like weird props, and they just fall under their stumps. And it's really sad, but kind of comical <laughs> with how stupid it is. So Anyways. Here's, here's the plan. Carlo, our main guy Carlo, is going to climb up onto the dome and plant a bunch of charges to blow up the dome so they can't breathe. At the same because they can't breathe oxygen. They can only oxygen. breathe nitrogen. Nitrogen? Exactly. Go. So, at the same time, Dib was going to lead his forces to uh, be able to take over the transporter to get mickey with the bomb over to the cyclos homeworld because mickey has chosen to sacrifice himself because he knows without dib there is no future for humanity the revolution not only needs dib humanity needs dib so dib gets a free pass of sacrificing himself plot armor anyway um obviously things start to go a little bit awry where you know the Cyclos put up a little bit more of a resistance because they are a more advanced species at this point. Until our our favorite person, uh, I think his name is Robert the Wolf, shows up with his clan who were riding oh, horses hey. like 20 minutes ago, but are mm. instead fighting F-1 fighter jets. Because they had one week of pilot simulations yeah because it's only 14 days but it was cut down to seven days so they had one week to go through the army little like training little like vr thingies to pilot planes yeah and it was like oh can you do it and he's like yeah yeah piece of cake and then he crashes <laughs> it's <laughs> you know the 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 the, the it's simulation. just like breaking in a horse <laughs> it's right it is like breaking in a horse Ah, yes. this movie's stupid. <laughs> this movie is brilliant at times. Not really. It's terrible. But that's that that's the plan. That's our whole plan. And of course, uh Turl Oh wait. Wait, doesn't Gurr betray Zim? But Zim gets the upper hand somehow? That's why I was asking if you wanted to skip this far ahead. I only, it's just, I don't really remember anything. Oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> the, the, kind of the problem is that uh, <laughs> Zim is a man who is very much into having leverage. So he likes to use his little recording devices that's planted all over the base to get people to agree to some bullshit. And so, um, I bet HR would have a field day with that knowledge. Oh man, boy, would the corporation eat that shit up! And so he <laughs> has one over on Gurr because he admits, or because he only records his part of the conversation. Was like, yeah, we'll keep all the gold. We won't tell the corporation shit. We'll pocket it all. We'll be the richest mother. Um, and so, uh, yeah, he does that. And then, um, later on, Gurr tries to get more uh, leverage on Zim, and he's just like. Uh, record. Re- I think it records him. Dib retrieves a recording and gives it to. There you Gurr? go. Yeah, they get it. Dib record gets a recording of him, and then they get, they offer it to him for uh for letting everyone go in the cages, and then uh, letting taking the collar off his wife. And so, 
Gurr agrees to that and all that stuff, and he tries to hold it up to him, and that's where we get the like, lovely scene of his like, uh, hey, yeah, look, I got some leverage over you. Oh, my God, it's so good. And he's just playing, like, the footage over and over, and he's like, oh, look at you. I'm so proud of you. Like, where'd you get that? Whatever. Or, you know, what'd you do with that? He's like, oh, I got a copy. You can't shoot me because there's also another copy. He's like, oh, oh, who else has the other copy? He's like, I can't say. When, you know, you'd figure it out. And he's like, oh, could, could be anybody. Could be, you know, another. I think he mentions, like, another guard. No, no, couldn't be that. Uh, could be, you know, and he just names off a couple things. Maybe senators. And, like, he's giving way too much information by telling him who it couldn't be. But it's clear that Zim knows. Because his one confidant who he had, he just walks by uh, a cooler while making this explanation in I'm assuming Zim's room, because I'm assuming that's where he decided to gloat. Um, but it's in Zim's room, just kind of sitting there. He walks by, and he's like, who else could you have as a confidant? Maybe. And he pulls out the head of the bartender, and he goes, your friendly bartender. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when Gurr loses his shit, because he realized the one person he had as a confidant, fucking out there. And then uh, uh, Zim blows off an uh, arm off of Gurr. Oh, he does shoot his arm. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. I honestly thought, like, you were going to say something, like, really smart and that I missed something important. But that was dumb. <laughs> that, that was just... It's starting to come back to me what happened, and it was just like... Man. The whole movie's really dumb. This whole movie is dumb. He's the secretary and working for him, and I think the most important thing that they advertise is, like, I think it was in the commercials, was, like, homegirl, like, got, like, a foot-long tongue. <laughs> and I guess she's willing to feed him information. Oh, that's right. Can't we forget tongue lady. But you know why I know this movie has already, like, sunk itself into my brain? As soon as the scene came back to me, it was already in the correct Dutch angles. <laughs> like he was holding the head up, but it Where was like I already see myself. Like I'm already feeling myself twist my neck different ways to see it in my mind. You're you're already <laughs> tilting your head like you're a fucking dog with floppy ears trying to pay attention. Exactly. I'm just like I I John Travolta has broken me at this point. I don't know what to think anymore. That's why all the all all the 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 man beasts are sleep are, are, are freed man animals there you go men beasts sorry the man animals are free the man and animals then, um, why do we don't have the call we don't have the collars on his wife and so we have a little bit of leverage man beasts um because leverage yeah leverage there is more that'll be the day isn't when a when a rat brain gets leverage over a cyclo isn't Leverage <laughs> the name of, like, a John Travolta movie? <laughs> Don't make me look this up. Don't make me do this. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Nan, get on it. All right, so so Carlo was supposed to blow up the dome and all that stuff so because they couldn't breathe because of the nitrogen and they wouldn't have their nose thingies for some reason. Like, why wouldn't you just carry that on you while you're on this planet? Seems important. Uh, then he's, he blows up the dome uh, fucking debris kills most of the cyclo. Like, 
lack of oxygen, lack of nitrogen be damned, they mostly die from things falling on them. Yeah. I don't even see the point. Yeah. Um, that was something that wasn't that well thought but, out because it was just like, it would have taken him a, at least a little bit to suffocate. But you also forgot shards of thick, like, this has to be incredibly thick glass is raining down from the sky. Like a little under a foot. Yeah. Everyone's dead. Th- that just happens. And so the reason why we want to do that. Oh it's because God. they were going to go into phase two, and the problem with phase two of like uh, security was they were going to send some uh, enforcers with gas uh, from the home planet. Once they open the portals, our boy Mickey's supposed to get in there with the with the uranium and blow up the planet. We have a little bit of a snag as our boy Carlo runs his his plane through the window trying to blow up the dome. And it gets caught in it. It doesn't go all the way through. It's just kind of stuck there, and it won't blow up. Nothing will trigger it kind of thing because it was supposed to be a big impact. Because that happens, it's like, oh, no, everyone's on pins and needles. What's going to happen? What do we do? Our poor Carlos got us covered. He gets a little cyclo gun or whatever. He gets something, some kind of pistol. No, it's a rocket launcher. Oh, it's a, oh right, he has a rocket launcher. Because he took out some of the Cyclo ships with a rocket launcher. That was cool as shit. This is why I love Carlo. Uh, and then, he, yeah, he points the rocket launcher at the fucking, like, uh, payload he's got. Blows it the fuck up. Piece of cake. And then... Is the best thing ever. Boom! Blows up the dome. And suffocating, but mostly just crushing our Cyclo overlords, I guess. Which enables Mickey to go into the home planet. Tears and all, um, blowing up their atmosphere like a hero. Remembering who he lost, his brother. That guy. Oh, was it his brother? I didn't care. <laughs> you know how we can't remember any of their names if we've been referring to them as Gur, Zim, and Dib? During, during the publicity of this movie, John Travolta referred to this film as like Star Wars but better and... The Schindler's List of Science Fiction Films. Oh, boy! <laughs> I, I can't. see. I can't. I see no lies in that statement. 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> you want to back that up for me right now? You want to give me those facts? What facts? Yes. Please explain to me how this movie is like the sci- the Schindler's List of science fiction films. You saw it. I don't need to explain it to you. <laughs> no, explain it to our, our lovely listeners. I feel like they should get that vibe by now, if I haven't. <laughs> like, weren't we, weren't we honest with the movie? Didn't we explain it? Don't were you we know not now talking that the angles that were of about? the Dutch? <laughs> oh, by the way. The director of the movie is the reason why everything was shot in a Dutch angle, and it was because he thought it would make the film look like a comic book. Because, you know, apparently comic books are always in Dutch angles. I'm not, I mean, okay, I don't read that much comic books, but the few that I've ever read, I don't remember having to turn the fucking whole comic book to see everyone at the right orientation. That's stupid. That's an excuse. Has this guy done any other movies that were comic book movies? Do you know who John Travolta asked to do this, uh, to do the movie? Ron Howard. Uh, no. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah? Why didn't he do it? I don't know. He turned it down for some reason. What an idiot. That's just money on the table. I know, dude. God. Like, why? Why not? 
Dude, the guy, the guy that directed Battlefield Earth was a set director for Star Wars, the original Star Wars. There you go. Connection made. Eat shit. John Travolta was right. I do not want to die on this hill. I am quickly backing down. I am sliding off the hill. My ass is tumbling down. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to lose my fucking mind for a second. But there is a connection. I'm glad you made sure, there is you made sure <laughs> to back down because that was the most batshit thing you have ever said on this podcast. Wow. <laughs> but overall, you know. So then, after. We've now seen the truth of the universe. Like, this is the future. After Scientology was right. After our, our boy Mickey, Mickey, who is so fine. That Actually, cut that. Minds. Please don't cut. Please don't put that in. I did not say that. Leave it in. Leave it in. <laughs> it's content. It's content. Frankly, this is scraping the barrel for the hour. <laughs> uh, after our boy Mickey, who is so fine. I'm repeating this just to stretch time out. Uh, uh, no, after he blows up the world. They blow up the whole fucking cyclo planet, which I got to imagine. Now, I don't know the cyclos and all the planet, but I feel like the same argument has been made for the Death Star, and that all of those people could not have been military. There had to be civilian casualties. This is a planet. This is their home planet. This is where uh, presumably civilians live. Yeah. Just gone. Yeah. I guess we're supposed to be like, retribution, fuck it, they killed most of us, we're practically extinct. We're probably going to die out as a species, because it sounds like uh, not a whole lot of women. The fact that, you know, um, Carlo and his buddy who died early in the beginning, I don't remember his name, were like, oh man, you left a, 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 a female, uh, you know, to go on your adventure? Shit, if you're not that into her, like, direct us there, because... Hard to find, I guess. Didn't see any, uh, despite the fact that humans, regardless of sex, were put into this cage. Didn't see anyone pregnant, so there's something they're doing there. So humans are very clearly going to die. So is it like retribution of, oh, we killed all of them, so fuck it. We're good? Seems a little fucked up. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I, we've destroyed their civilians. <laughs> like, we're all going to die as a race. There's not enough humans left. We're practically extinct. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, I guess we can say, well, at least we got them. So fuck them. We'll just say it at a later time. Whatever. We killed the whole planet. Uh, we got a big, cool fight with, like, uh, Turl and, like, uh, uh, our man. Man animal. Man animal. Man animal. There you go. Turl and our man animal, Dib. Hey, wait. Is there only one... Is there only cy like Cyclonian refinery plant on planet Earth? I think they have uh, additional colonies. Central World might be like the hub that they go through, so they might be like... They have to travel through This space. movie's just not thought out. <laughs> this movie's just not thought out. Just, I mean, yeah. That means like even though they did technically destroy that world, you know, I guess good for them. Planet-wide genocide. Whoopee. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they took down one colony. Once those other colonies find out, it's just like, even if they do have Turl, it's just like, they're going to wipe you out pretty quickly. I wish that was on the box for the movie. It's like, planet-wide genocide, whoopee. 
<laughs> um, well, the idea is like so. Later on, we have our one-on-one fight with our man animal versus Turl, and um, you know they're like Gip going at. Zim, he's the getting ages. the shit kicked out of him, but like he's able to get like the collar that was on his wife, uh, and somehow sneak it onto uh, Turl's arm with him not knowing about it. And mm-hmm. so he's ready. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like when he starts getting his ass beat a little bit, he's like, I'm gonna blow up your wife. And so he's like, I would do that if I were you. I don't know why I'm warning him, but then like he puts the thing on, blows off his own fucking arm, and she's like, oh. <laughs> and then <we're> just like, <laughs> and then like humans win. We cut to like the, the America. <laughs> fuck we yeah. cut to the winning thing where we found Fort Knox, which by the way is a whole plot point we skipped. Doesn't matter. Not interesting. Basically, when humans are trying to mine for gold and pretending to mine for gold, they go into Fort Knox. Just be like, hey, yeah, we're gonna like train our army while we just. If they want gold, we'll just give them these bars of gold. And fucking Turl doesn't even question it. He's just like, you had time to smelt it? Well, that's why I'll give you just seven days instead of 14 days. Doesn't like, even question how they refined why, it so wh- you're well. Gonna, you're going to get these refined gold that you don't even think we're smart enough to do? Because uh, he's an idiot. Um, and so, yeah. No, Zim was top of his academy, and he knows how to lead the man animals. And so we put him in Fort Knox. Yes. And he's just like, he's stuck in there. He's in a bar. He's surrounded by bars. So I need a bar. That's different. Uh, he's surrounded by bars. <laughs> and they're telling him, it's like, uh, he's like, you know, Cyclo will have many other like uh, places that will come for me. And, uh, and, and they'll take you, they'll destroy you all. And he's like, you know, when they come and find out that you're you're the reason, your decision-making and your bad leadership is why, what got their um, home planet destroyed, the bounty on your head will be so much better than, like, whatever our planet's worth, which, I, I mean, you don't have a central planet anymore. How is that even true? You have no guarantee. Plus, you've seen that their people are the kind of people who to renege on deals. Yeah. Or s- use wordplay to say that, like, oh, nah, that's not what I meant. Um, but then Z- uh, Zim hits him with the one more thing. He's like, you forgot one thing, man animal. Grr! Destroy the humans! <laughs> to which Gur standing there behind him with the, with the gun is like, I struck a better deal! <laughs> I fixed it for you! And so, yeah, he's going to be the reigning cyclo amongst the humans, which I don't know what that means. Is that how high on the totem pole is he that? He is the top cyclonian, of, which means like... They don't have a high opinion of cyclos, and cyclos are pieces of shit. Which means like... There's there's Zim and there's Gur and they like Gur more. Wow, this is really a metaphor for this show. Exactly. <laughs> and so he goes up to him and he's like, "Hey, you may not have gotten uh, you, you you may not have like uh, been able to, to to was it rule the planet?" He's like, "At least you got your gold." And he's surrounded. At least you got your gold. He's surrounded by the gold in Fort Knox, and we all just leave our protagonist Zim. Is he sits there Wait, Zim is the protagonist. Have you seen Invader Zim? Of course, Zim is the protagonist. <laughs> what are you talking about? He's the one that drives the movie forward. Do the humans drive it forward? No, they're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah, right. dip. I don't know. Sucks. Listen, 
I've lost my mind. Nothing makes sense. It's only going to get worse from here. Next week is going to be worse. But this is how our movie ends. Uh, humans triumphant-ish, I guess. It doesn't seem like it's going to last, but whatever. <laughs> Big fucking whoop. <laughs> I get that You point. seem upset. You seem upset. Are you okay? <laughs> I feel hurt. I feel hurt from this movie. Okay, I feel like I lost something. Like, I... I let it out. Let it out. Go I've on. never felt brain cells actually die before, but this was that moment, you know? It it took something from me. That is when I realized that, like, time is a flat circle, and I was wasting it here. I say, I'm only slightly older than you. That feeling doesn't go away. <laughs> it just <laughs> keeps on going. <laughs> so join us next week for The Fanatic. Yeah, where we complete the circle. <laughs> so Kaz 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 Yes What is it greener? So did you like it? It's okay It wasn't as fun as I remember It's okay It's it's a goofy stupid time And if you make it a dream game You could have a lot of fun But it's really stupid Nonsensical and everyone takes a, dump, a bunch of dummy pills. It's not great, but it's you can get plastered and laugh at it. Point, point, and laugh at it with your friends. That's what I'll say. Did you like the movie? No, but I didn't get plastered, so maybe that'll fix it. But that would mean I'd have to watch this movie again, and I just don't think I have the power to do that. I understand, but what if you rewatch the movie? We'll replace all the characters' names with Dim, Zib, and Grr. <laughs> then would you maybe enjoy it more? And just imagine the voice from the... From yes, the, of course, every one of Forrest Whitaker's voice is replaced by Grr. <laughs> then maybe you'd have a good time. That's fine. <laughs> I would love to hear in Grr's voice, let's take down those corporate scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> They're just a bunch of scum suckers anyway. It's just, We're gonna keep corporation. <laughs> I don't remember what Gur sounds like. I just remember him I sounding. Like it, I don't know if it sounds like that, but I love it. But um, yeah, that was this movie, and we're never gonna watch it again. That's Please true. don't ever ask us to watch this again. No, you bet. Uh, ne- next week we're gonna watch the fanatic and complete the circle. And we will f- we will fight to the death over which was the absolute Why worst. It sounds like a threat the way you say that. We're going to watch the fanatic and complete the circle. <laughs> like, uh. yes, the ritual will be complete and madness shall enter the world again. This is this is what starts the apocalypse. Yeah, basically. Each movie is the four horsemen, but I don't want to explain it right now because I don't think I'm that crazy yet. Anyway, uh, if you want to catch Kaz doing other stuff, you can find him at twitch.tv slash respawn with his brother Nan where they do awesome stuff. Recently, they've been checking out Elden Ring, and they tortured themselves with hot sauces from, you know, hot ones, because they're intelligent oh. people. You can also check oh. them out on Twitter at twitter.com slash second underscore respawn. I am Sir Square, and you can find me at twitch.tv slash Sir Square. Uh, I play D&Ds on Sunday. I play a bunch of different games, but now I'm kind of just obsessed with Elden Ring. Or you can check me out on Twitter at Sir Square. Kaz, do you have any final thoughts? No thoughts. Head empty at this point.
I do feel after that hot sauce. I do feel sorry for my butthole. Don't you wish you had a bidet? <laughs> know what to do man what do you what want you from can. me at this point i got nothing we watched this is like a horrible movie